This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1612, How to Break the Silence in Your Marriage, by Heather Gray of Gottman.com. Hello, everybody, and thanks a lot for joining me today here on ORD. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino, and this time I've got an article for you from the esteemed Gottman Institute, which is often considered the greatest resource for relationship content, as the founder, John Gottman, is uh, the godfather of relationships, so to speak. Let's hear what their contributor Heather Gray has to say today as we jump into this article now and start optimizing your life. How to Break the Silence in Your Marriage by Heather Gray of Gottman.com Constant conflict, chronic disrespect, and serious betrayals get a lot of airtime when we're talking about bad relationships. It's easy to understand that relationships fail when conflict is unrelenting. However, after working with couples for 15 years, it has become crystal clear that those couples have a leg up on other couples that are struggling. At least they're talking, even if they're arguing. Because as Lisa Brooks Kift LMFT explains, not arguing means you're not communicating. Some partners avoid conflict because they think that they're keeping the peace. They tell themselves that whatever is bothering them isn't worth bringing up. It's no big deal. Dr. Gottman's research has revealed that for some conflict avoiders, this interaction is good enough for them. It works. However, as he details in Principia Amoris, these couples are at greater risk of drifting apart with zero interdependence over time, and thus being left with a marriage consisting of two parallel lives, never touching, especially when the children leave home. The unspoken issues and irritants add up until the tension will hit a breaking point. Eventually, partners explode, or worse, they shut down. They try to speak up, but by that point, it's often too late. They don't have any gas left in the tank to fight for the relationship. They're just done. Maybe at some point, one or both partners did fight. They did try for an improved understanding. They worked for it. However, improvements failed to stick, nothing worked, and needs failed to get met until one or both decided it was better to retreat from the relationship emotionally and stop fighting for it. Sometimes silence is a deliberate choice. No one is yelling or using disrespectful language. However, those on the receiving end of such silence hear the message. You have ceased to matter. You are not worth my time or my attention. So, how do you break the silence in your marriage? Start by acknowledging it. Phrases to break the silence. Hey, we haven't really been talking lately. I have been feeling X and I just haven't known how to bring it up. Can we check in? I know I've gone radio silent and shut down. I'm not even sure I can explain it all, but I'd like to try. If you're willing to listen to me bumble about a bit while I sort it all out. 
I'm not sure what's going on here, but I feel like we haven't really spoken in X amount of time. Do you have time to talk tonight? I miss you. We don't really talk anymore, and I'm not sure why. I haven't asked because I'm afraid you'll say it's my fault, but I miss you. I miss us. Partners stop talking because they fear what might happen after the conversation starts. What happens if we start talking and can't work it out? What happens if I ask my partner what's bothering them and I can't handle the answer? What happens if I tell my partner what's bothering me and they don't care? Those fears play into why people stay silent. Tell your partner what's on your heart. State your fears. If you're worried about what your spouse might say, think, or do, be transparent about that. Tell your partner what you want them to think or know. I know I'm not the best communicator, but silence can't be good. I'm nervous that we're going to end up in a fighting match. I really don't want to fight with you. I want us to work this out together. I know we keep trying. I know we keep failing, but silence is giving up, and I don't want to do that. I know that we haven't been talking. The truth is, I'm scared because I'm desperate for us to connect. I feel like we're on opposite sides, and I want to feel like we're a team again. I want us to figure out some way to work this out, even though neither of us really knows how to start. Hey, I don't want you to feel under attack here. I know I am to blame too, but this conversation has to start somewhere. Our relationship is too important to me to not try. So here goes. I caught myself the other day, telling a friend about how great you were with X. I realized I never told you that I thought you did that well. In fact, I can't remember the last time we had a conversation that went beyond our to-do lists. Can we figure out a time to just check in, please? Now that you've broken the silence in your marriage and opened the door to connection, the next step is to walk through it together. You just listened to the post titled, How to Break the Silence in Your Marriage by Heather Gray of Gottman.com. And a really terrific post from Heather today, as is customary with Gottman. So many great conversation starters today that are laced in honesty and vulnerability, ownership and accountability, um, as opposed to aggression. And I really hope that anyone in need considers some of these prompts. And it's always worth examining why honest or vulnerable communication might be difficult for you or your partner too. You know, not everyone is as interested in or finds as much value in continuing to peel layers back like this. But for those who do, like me, understand that it all boils down to a fear that we won't be loved. We fear that what we say won't be accepted somehow, and thus that we won't be accepted, and therefore loved. But in not communicating and showing our true selves, we have to understand that we're only preventing the opportunity to receive that genuine love because we aren't exposing our truest selves. Some food for thought, my friends, as we wrap up for today and put another episode of ORD in the books. I always love reading from the Gottman Institute, so thanks a lot for staying until the end here with me today. Wishing you a great rest of your day, of course, and I'll see you back here tomorrow for more. That's where your optimal life awaits.